Hey, welcome back to 88.7 FM WLUW, Chicago Sound Alliance, broadcasting from the campus of Loyola University. I'm Weekend Gabe, holding it down for Chi-Town right here on Radio 1 Chicago. Joining us now, Mayor Candidate Jamal Green joins us live. How you doing, man? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Good, man. Thank you so much for making it up here. We appreciate it. Loyola, what's up? What's up? (laughs) (laughs) You got to hit the 18 to 22-year-olds, man. Got to. Those are going to be the the kid, the people who are going to really change the dynamic yes. of the uh, electoral college that's coming up. Well, yeah. the midterms and then twenty twenty two. And I think they're, they're, they're going to be the deciding vote in this uh, municipal election too. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. I think so too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's interesting. Um, so uh, I'm glad you can make it up here. I appreciate Thanks. it. Uh, 22 years old, or did you 23. graduate to 23 yet? <laughs> yes, 23. 23 years old. Uh, like, you are doing more than what many 23-year-olds are doing. Uh, first off, you have a very, like, just a fantastic background. You're an entrepreneur. You're doing a grassroots organization, uh, discussing some of the the issues that today, that that back then, probably weren't as big uh, like as far as anti-bullying, uh, yep. you know, those those campaigns. Mm-hmm. How did you, and then also I read a little bit about, like, how you kind of, like, were transitioning through a lot of schools when you were younger. Yeah. Talk about, like, how, like, <laughs> that, that mentoring that you received helped you build up to where you are today. I know that's, like, a lot to, to uncover. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure there's a very, <laughs> a very synop- a synopsis uh, to that. I don't know about you. You used a, a funny word, transition transitioning into a lot of schools uh i was ex- <laughs> i was expelled i was expelled from um many schools i was kicked out of uh nine schools i went to 12 um throughout my life one of cps worst students um mm. but you know now that's a testimony you know i speak about that i love to speak about it just because i think it's important it's an important part to my story um, when I was a, a, a young boy, I was a class clown. You know, I started getting kicked out. My first school, I got kicked out. Of, I was in kindergarten, right? Wow. Then first grade, and kicked out. Then second grade, kicked out. Third. So every year, I was at a new school or two, and it was all because I wanted to lead kids the wrong way, uh, teach the classroom, yeah. uh, go against the teachers. Um, but it never. I never took it to the streets. Um, it was always in the school, and it was like, well, how's he keeping straight A's and great test scores, and he's always suspended and always expelled, right? Um, but you know, I always made sure that I stayed up to date with, with my assignments and with my work as well as, you know, when I got to high school, mentorship is what shaped me. Um, I had mentors like Pamo Rami, like my history teacher who started my first youth organization with me when I was 15 years old. I started my first company with my history teacher. Um, and we were in control of all the youth program in that wonderful high school. Mm. And so that was an important part, um, to my life. My mom, you know, as a single mom, with uh, uh, two older sisters. I'm the only boy and the youngest, <laughs> right? So it was a lot of pressure on me at home. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, uh, I had to take the trash out. I had to, <laughs> I had yeah. to do everything. They, <laughs> women couldn't, couldn't do anything in the house. I was a man of the house. I had to hold it down. Um, so it was a lot of pressure on me. And my mom felt that she couldn't do it alone. So yeah. she wanted to find other male mentors who were uh, important. Mm. You know, she felt that that was important. Uh, for them to be a part of my life and a part of my story. And um, they, they did, uh, you know, shape me to who I am today. You know, you talk about mentoring, and that's something that we're now seeing more. <laughs> we're, we're now seeing more uh, included in the, especially like uh, the 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 uh, junior high school kids and the high school kids and how much that's needed mm-hmm. uh, for for those uh, for those students, especially in, you know, uh, low income or struggling or yeah. those who don't have a male figure. Uh, talk about like the how important like mentoring is uh, and maybe how much it's part of your plan uh, running for mayor uh, to include that into the. Uh, 
a student's uh, you yeah. know education yeah. career as they go through CPS. So I think it, that is so important um, because what what I what I always talk about when we talk about violence, right? Right. Um, or kids being off the uh, on the wrong path is they come out of a broken household. What are we doing when they come out of a broken household? We're also failing them when they get to the communities, right? Whether it is a broken school, right? Schools in Inglewood are not not as good as schools in Ravenswood. They don't have the proper resources. They're in, kid, they're in classrooms with 40 kids in a classroom who don't learn the same. Mm. They, they, don't, they have a lack of clinical staff members and counseling. And so who is actually there to give that individual uh, uh, support to those students who are on the wrong path, right. right? When they come out of the school, then they go to the streets. Who's there in that community who who is going to say, "All right, let me let me grab on to this young man or or a young woman. Let me uh, or, or is there a community center or or somewhere where they can actually get somebody to actually talk to them, right? Or give them love or give them care. Right. That is important, right? Uh, which is why I decided to open up a community center um, that we're working on now because. If you don't have that, right, then they're they're basically teaching themselves and they're going to hang with people who actually show them love and care, who may not have the best intentions for them. But that's all that they know. It's mm. important. So um, even in, in schools, you know, I think that um, we have to reduce classroom sizes. I think that is key. You know, when, oh, yeah. when you're when you're talking about um, giving that individual support, I do not believe that teachers can. Um, you know, show any individual support as well as teach 40 kids in a classroom. It's impossible. Um, it's impossible. So essentially we're failing a lot of the kids who are um, in those classrooms and we're basically saying, well, just get through it. We can get on out of school and go on with your life, you know, right. but, and we're not actually giving them the, the skills that they actually need to, to keep growing and thriving. So we got to reduce classroom size. We got to make sure that there are clinical staff members in the schools. We got to make sure that there are, are um, because I even had those, you know, in school um, where I had counselors that I can talk to. We got to make sure that there are academic counselors to show them, you know, uh, a route that they, they actually want to go in. You know, sure. one of my platform pieces is kids coming out of high school, be able to go to community college, trade school and entrepreneurial mm -hmm. boot camp at the expense of the city, and all they got to do is community service, right? So we need those people in the schools to, to be able to show them the different options right. um, that they can go in. So it's important. We're talking with Jamal Green here on 88.7 FM, WLUW's Radio 1 Chicago. He's running for mayor. Uh, a lot of us are probably not going to be doing much this fall, but you're pretty busy. Right. Uh, <laughs> a I lot. <laughs> I want to I keep on education for a moment because you are a huge supporter of the elected school board. Definitely. Um, can you talk about like I know a lot of people hear that uh, that argument for an elected school board. Obviously, that we've known for almost thirty years that the, the school board has been appointed by the mayor. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the benefits to having an elected school board, and who does the elected school board answer to when these issues arise? Yeah, they they answer the people, right? And, you know, I, I think it's important that we have representation. Uh, 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 for our, you know, parents and our students that is not appointed by the mayor and beholden to the mayor, because that's what we've seen over time. Right. Mm -hmm. We need parents on the school board. We need uh, retired principals, re uh, uh, retired teachers or nurses and all these different people who understand education and experts in a different field. I was going to say that's to, key, that they understand, they not understand necessarily it. that they're you know, they these career services backgrounds, but exactly. they actually understand. But they, they really understand and they're competent yeah. and they all come together to make decisions as well as maybe finance people on it because, you know, it's important that 
Number one is CPS uh, has always mismanaged funds, right? Mm. And you had a board, uh, um, uh, uh, a superintendent of education who stole so much money to pay her kids tuition, who's Barbara now, Bennett. Barbara Burr Bennett, who's now sitting in uh, jail for the next four years and probably another two um, for doing that, right? So that we've had five CEOs of superintendent under Mayor Manuel's administration. Now we have uh, uh, all these scandals now coming out, right? Sexual abuse scandals um, that where where uh, um, principals and and people didn't report as they should uh, of those abu- uh, of those sexual abuses that were going uh, going on in these schools. A, a school board, an elected school board that is independent of the mayor's office, wouldn't be covering up this information.